0: Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly, oh, Kelly. Oh my God. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. podcast. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb, and I am so excited for this week's episode. Before I begin, uh, this week's episode is six things or lessons that my ex taught me. For legal purposes, the ex I'm referring to is about nobody in particular. So just know that going in when I am telling my stories and talking about these lessons that I've learned. Uh, but I'm really excited to share these stories with you guys because. I feel like a lot of you might be able to relate to the things that I talk about. And I hope you're able to appreciate the positive side of things, the positive way I've been able to uh, look at these situations. So excited to talk about that. And I wanted to say thank you to all of you guys who have subscribed to me on YouTube. My channel's at almost 1500 followers very excited about that. It's the little things guys. Uh, no, that's a big thing. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because that is a lot of people caring. And I think that's so cool. Also, thank you. If you have subscribed to me on you on um, Spotify and Apple podcasts, and if you've donated to my cash app, which is linked in the description of this podcast, when you donate, that helps me improve my product, my equipment And uh, my marketing costs pretty much everything. And so, whether it's a dollar or five or nothing at all, I just appreciate the support from you guys. I love you so much. Per usual, we are going to get started with this week's highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights, Uh, I had a really nice week. Uh, Starting off with number one, it was Aloy's birthday. Aloy is um, my best friend, Danielle's dog. She's a mini pincher. She's like five pounds and she is the cutest little thing in the entire world. And she is dating my Pomeranian, Louie. They are in love. And they're so cute. And so uh, I went to this bakery, a dog bakery called Wolfgang, and I picked up some little treats, um, some toys, and uh, Louie and I, I got Louie dressed up in a little tie, we went over to Danielle's place and had a little mini dog birthday party, and it was so cute and fun, and I'm sure a lot of people think that's crazy and a little weird, but you know what, uh it makes me happy and i think and it made made her happy. It's adorable and i think that i just i don't care what people think anymore. I know it's over the top and kind of weird to throw your pet a birthday party, but i am one of those people. No shame and it was so cute. So if you haven't gotten a chance yet to check out my weekly vlog on YouTube, i posted some clips from the birthday party So cute. Go check it out. Uh, Speaking of YouTube, another highlight for me would definitely have to be, uh, again, growing my YouTube audience. I think I'm at like 1,500 followers, which is so cool. And just like to recap for social media in general, I hit 80,000 followers on Instagram and 125,000 on TikTok. That's insane. And I don't bring that up to brag or like make it like a, a weird thing. For me, I started my social media account with zero followers uh, in 2019. So this is something I have been working on for over three years. And it's really cool to see those accomplishments and see myself hitting those milestones because I have put in hundreds and hundreds of hours and hard work and i think it's good to recognize those accomplishments and be proud of yourself so there's something that you've accomplished recently make sure to give yourself a pat on the back be proud of yourself and don't be ashamed for celebrating those exciting moments because i am and i'm like really proud of myself so definitely a big highlight there my goals uh for the end of the year by the end of the year, I would love am manifesting, manifesting, I will uh, reach 100,000 followers on Instagram, 200,000 on TikTok, and I think I said 10,000 on YouTube. It's a big goal, but it's possible, okay? Anything's possible, guys. Just got to keep putting in the hard work, but I'm putting that out in the universe now and really hoping that... My hard work continues to pay off. Then my third highlight of the week on Saturday, my best friend and I went out to uh, downtown. We went out to the bars and I met a boy. I met a lot of boys. I like was really pulling left and right. Like all these guys wanted to talk to me. And again, it's not something I'm bragging about. Like for some reason, I don't know I, guys talk to me but this night specifically like i'm very proud of myself i had like a lot of guys talking to me it was so cool uh and i needed that cause my uh confidence has kind of been like up and down lately and as much as i am a strong believer that your confidence does not come from male validation it comes from within it feels good to be uh hit on and know that guys are interested in you that it just truly does feel good. So I met a guy, I met a lot of guys, but one specifically was this like super tall, super hot cowboy, uh, you know, full, like wearing the cowboy hat and, uh, very smooth with his words, which not getting my hopes out that this would any be, be anything serious, but he doesn't live in Austin. He lives a few hours away. He comes to Austin for work once a month. So him and I are going to hang out next time he's in town. I'll let you guys know how that goes again. Like expectations are so low here and I'm really not trying to get into anything super serious right away, unless I know he's the one, but he was really cute. You guys, oh my God, I'm so happy I met him. It was a little, a little highlights for me as for, um, lowlights, going to totally shift the mood here. Uh, because that's how life is. You have highs, you have lows every week. That's why I do this because uh my life is not perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. And uh for me this past week, my great grandmother on my dad's side uh is in hospice. And that's like so heartbreaking to hear. I, I you know, I have really good memories growing up visiting her every few years we weren't close you know and we still aren't close to this day we we did lose touch especially as i got older for context my mom and dad are uh, divorced my biological dad and i would see my dad once or twice a year growing up as i got older that became less and less and now the longest i went without seeing him was I think five years, four or five years uh, by my choice. He's not somebody who I really choose to keep in my life. And so anyways, the reason I bring that relationship up is when I would see my dad growing up, we would spend like a week or two with him and he would take us to go visit these great-grandparents that I'm talking about. And so uh, it was really nice to see them. We would hang out on the beach. They lived up in Northern California. And we would go fishing on the beach and my great grandma made like this bomb banana pudding <laughs> with vanilla wafers or no, Nilla wafers, like, you know, those little cookies. So those are like the little tiny memories I have with them. Again, we're not super close, but regardless, it's family. And it's really sad that uh, she's in the state that she is in now. She is surrounded by family members on my dad's side of the family who are close with her. And I'm so happy that she has them, but it's really sad. And, uh, my mom was kind enough to send flowers on behalf of all of us. So I think that was really sweet. So that's my low light for the week. Very sad. Uh, yeah, that's, that's life. Life is short and I don't know. Just gotta be grateful for the time that we have on this earth. That wraps up my highlights and lowlights. Now we're going to shift into pop culture and current faves. Oh my god, I love your skirt! Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just want it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Oh, pop culture. Uh, I hate to say it, but we are very obviously shifting back into the diet culture of the early 2000s as somebody who is very body positive and I am a curvy woman and I love my body. I hate to say that that skinny trend is coming back. Why I say that is because recently stars like Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, a few other big names are getting this stomach, like it's like a a stomach surgery. I don't want to say it's gastric bypass, but some sort of surgery. It's about $25,000 and it helps you lose weight super, super fast. So if you get a chance, Google it, like the pictures of Kim Kardashian now, then, and now it's mind blowing. She is so tiny and people are really speculating about, you know, the influence The change in her body is going to have on the rest of the world. These women influence American culture. They influence culture all over the world when it comes to beauty standards. And I'm kind of nervous for that. I don't want that, you know, skinny is pretty mindset to come back. If you remember the early 2000s, those super low rise jeans, the girls were twigs, people were starving themselves to be beautiful. And just don't want that to come back so super bummed about that guys I'm still gonna you know love my body and you should too obviously we are stronger and you know stronger than uh the culture the beauty culture the toxic standards those kinds of things uh, I'm not gonna fall into that I don't think that body weights and body you know type is a fashion trend but for some reason it continues to be one i'll get off my little soapbox now but that's kind of been bothering me it's been on my mind if you guys have noticed that dm me let me know let's let's talk about it i think it's insane that that's coming back as for my current fave uh i've recently discovered this bakery and deli a few uh minutes away from my place it's called swedish hill bakery in austin and it's so cute if you're in austin check it out the uh, aesthetic and vibe inside is adorable i definitely just want to like bring my laptop and work from there a lot of people are doing that and it's cool to have a new place uh, i definitely recommend getting out of your comfort zone finding a new place to work from home uh, i you know i do get cooped up being in my apartment I love my apartment, it's beautiful, but you kinda go a little crazy when you don't leave your nest. So I've been trying to get out and explore more and this place was so cute and the food was really, really good too. My next current fave are fresh flowers and brookies from Trader Joe's. Brookies are brownie cookies and they are so good. I'm about to start my period and all I can think about our sweets, and so I'm like, all right, gonna get these, treat myself, they're so good. Uh, Definitely recommend, they come in like a little uh, plastic container with like eight or 10 brookies. So good, oh my gosh, you guys have to try them. As for the fresh flowers, I got fresh flowers, you can see them behind me right here, uh, if you're watching on YouTube. I got fresh flowers, I think a week or two ago, but they're still thriving. And it's nice to treat yourself to flowers. If you're like me and you're single, like I haven't had flowers bought for me in a long time. And it's nice to have them to brighten up my space and they're beautiful. And every time I see them, it puts a smile on my face. So get yourself some fresh flowers. This is your sign. They're only like $7 or something. I'm like, yeah, why not? My last current fave are my YouTube weekly vlogs. I mentioned them a little earlier in this episode, but uh, it's been really fun to make those. It's kind of hard to be intentional about uh, filming content though because I'm so used to filming everything vertically for TikTok and Instagram stories. Now I'm filming everything horizontally as well for my vlogs. so. Thankfully I have a ton of storage on my phone, but it's been really fun to make those videos for you guys. I don't have a ton of comments on them just yet, which is totally fine. I'm just having fun right now. Uh, but it's a cool way to document your life and also reflect on how much you've done in just one week. When I'm editing the footage, I'm like, dang, I did a lot and that kind of helps. Like, with my mental health too, because by the end of the week I'm burnt out, I'm tired, and I'm like, God, what did I even do this week, what did I accomplish? Then when I look at my video, I'm like, wow, I actually did a lot, I spent a lot of time with other people, I I went outside, I explored the city, I hung out with Louie, and it's cool to reflect and look back, so if you get a chance, check out my weekly vlogs, I have a section on my YouTube for them. I think they're usually about like a half hour and yeah, it's really cool. It's been like a fun, creative outlet for me. That wraps up my pop culture and current faves and brings us to the main portion of this podcast episode. Drum roll, six lessons that my ex taught me. Breakups can force us to play all sorts of elaborate mind games with ourselves and you know we can end up fixating on conflicting ideas like an ex's awful qualities but also all these like fond memories you might still have and for better or for worse relationships do teach us things and there's often something positive to be taken away from each one The lessons we learn from the people we date soon become real pillars of our own personal relationship styles. So I compiled six lessons that I learned from my ex. So let's dive on in. Number one, the lesson I learned is that it is so important to find somebody who loves you for you. I always showed acceptance towards people I've dated in the past whether it came to their hobbies, their religion, their political views, their sexuality, etc. However, this was not always reciprocated back in my direction and that's kind of been an issue. For example, I mentioned earlier skinny cultures coming back. I hate it. Oh, it's the worst. For me, I am a curvy woman. I I love my body. It's something that, uh, you know, I really value as a part of my individuality. And you should too, whether you are stick thin or you are super curvy. Like we are all so beautiful in our own unique ways. And side note, I always say this, like how boring would it be if we all looked exactly the same? That would be awful for me my weight has always fluctuated over the years. And uh, at one point I was the skinniest I've ever been. You know, I was like working out a ton and it just happened to be like the, the tiniest I was at this point in my life. And the ex and I, the guy I was dating at the time, went on a trip, okay? We went on a trip. Again, this is the thinnest I've ever been. I looked good like you can look back old pictures like I look amazing now I look I looked great then just painting the painting a picture for you guys so him and I go on this trip and we take a picture together I send him we took it on my phone I sent him the picture when he uploaded this picture to Instagram I kid you not you guys he uploaded the picture to Instagram and he had photoshopped me to be five or six sizes smaller than I actually was. And I was tiny at the time. He photoshopped me. (laughs) I immediately confronted him about this. Like I had the original on my phone. I did a side by side. I'm like, yo, what the hell? That is not okay. He admitted to doing it. He apologized. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. It's like, well, you know, you did. So moral of the story, his actions showed me that he didn't love me for love me for me. He wanted me to change. He wanted me to look different, to be skinnier, and I should have just ended it then and there. I didn't, but a lesson I took away from him is that my future partner should be somebody who loves me for me and doesn't feel the need to do something as petty as photoshopping me smaller. Lesson number two, I learned uh, from my ex to always trust my gut and to not put up with lying or cheating ever. If you find yourself wanting to check your partner's phone or social media, it's probably because they are sending you mixed signals to you whether or not they're trustworthy. Instead of waiting for hard evidence to fall into your lap, like I did uh, on several occasions, address your feelings and concerns immediately by straight up asking if they're seeing somebody else. If the response doesn't restore your confidence completely, or worse, if they make you feel like you are crazy for questioning them, get out of their stats. Uh, If somebody cares about you, they will hear out your concerns, They'll work with you to make you feel at ease and they won't make you feel as though you shouldn't have the feelings that you do. With my ex, if I questioned who he was texting, if he was hiding his phone, he would verbally attack me and make me feel awful. And he'd be like, why don't you trust me? You're making me feel horrible. Like you need to work on your confidence. Like I'm not doing anything wrong. And that's like the bare, the very bare explanation of how he reacted. He would get very physically upset with me. And instead he should have just been like, Hey, yeah, look at my phone. Like I have nothing to hide or like, Hey, your feelings are valid. I'm sorry. I made you feel this way. What can I do to make you feel better? That's what you should want in a partner. That's what you should receive. You know, you know, back. Additionally, if you do find out your partner has been lying or cheating, get out the first time it happens. Don't forgive and think it's not going to happen again. You'll never fully trust them again. And more than likely than not, they're going to repeat that behavior. Now, I will say there, of course, are times when if somebody cheats on you, uh, you know, they don't do it for a long time, but you are always going to have that feeling of dishonesty in you. And you don't deserve to live with that feeling and be in constant fear Like I've been, you know, with past relationships, it sucks. And over time, it continues to take more and more of a toll on you. And, you know, it's just, it's really shitty. So again, lesson I learned, if they lie or cheat on you, just move on, get out because you don't deserve that. And more likely than not, it's going to happen again. Lesson number three, my ex taught me that it's possible to love again. Not saying I'm in love with anybody now, um, but he showed me the importance of taking your time to reflect and learn from the past before involving somebody new in your life. Yeah, that was kind of like a lot, (laughs) so it's possible to love somebody again, but what's necessary is that you don't jump into something right away. Between relationships, I tend to take at least a year to heal and learn from my past. And I don't think it's fair to start something new with somebody until you've taken the time to, you know, regain your independence and reflect on what you could improve as a person and figure out what you're looking for in a partner. Next jumping right into a new relationship just hurts an innocent person. And it's not fair to them. I've seen, you know, exes from my past jump into things immediately. And my first thought is like, how like was I really not that important to you that you're able to move on that quickly? And I get rebounds, but I'm talking, you know, re- like hook up, hooking up with people or like short-term relationships. But I've had exes who have gone into full-blown long-term relationships within a few weeks of us breaking up. And it gives me that moment where I'm like, wow, if they were able to move on that fast, I meant nothing to them. And that's not really it. I think when people move on too quickly... They don't have that maturity level within themselves to know how important it is to be single and reflect and give yourself time to to heal. Whether or not you're the person who was dumped or broken up with, or you did the, or you're the one who broke up with them, uh, you still need that time for yourself to learn about yourself. So that's a great lesson. Uh, it's possible to love again. And it's so important that if you are going to love again, that you need to give yourself that time to, to really heal. Lesson number four, I learned that being alone is sometimes way better than being in a relationship. If you're with somebody, and I've said this before on this podcast, but if you're with somebody who doesn't bring out the best in you or somebody who doesn't add value to your life it's better for your mental and physical well-being to end things with that person and to be single additionally i've heard this a lot where somebody will say like oh well you know we've been together for so long and that's not a good reason to continue with a relationship if They aren't making you happy any longer. As I mentioned earlier, my grandma's in hospice. My great-grandma is in hospice. And uh, life is short. It really is so short. And it's too short to give your valuable time to somebody who isn't worth it and who isn't making you smile every single day. In one of my past relationships, I was so miserable and the world could see it. Uh, My depression was at an all-time high and the fact that my ex didn't notice and he didn't care made my self-worth go down even more. If I would have ended it sooner, I would have saved myself from a lot of heartbreak and I would have had years of my life back. So don't waste your time. Your time is so valuable lesson number five my ex taught me what to avoid in future relationships and I think this is unique to everybody in their own uh, preferences and relationship experiences but uh, for me I now know that I want to avoid men who want control over everything uh, including your finances you guys associate with what you do for fun where you go my ex didn't let me let me talk to family uh, only let me talk to one of my friends because he said that everybody who I was associated with was a bad influence on me and I let him convince me that that was true like how crazy is that how unhealthy is that and some In some relationships, it could be the guy or the girl or, uh, you know, however your dynamic is, either person can have those control issues. And for me, that's something that I want to avoid. Uh, You should be with somebody who values their independence and values your independence and trusts that you are capable of choosing the right people to have in your life. I'm a grown ass woman. Like I, I have a good head on my shoulders. I am smart. And the fact that I was being questioned, why would you want to be friends with that person? Or, you know, it's, I shouldn't, shouldn't even really be getting questioned. So lesson number five was my ex taught me what to avoid in future relationships. The last lesson that I learned from my ex is my ex taught me that I am so much stronger than I ever realized I was. It's sad to say, but you know, he convinced me that I was worthless without him, that I needed him to survive and that no one would ever love me like he did seriously like i was fully convinced of those things and though it took me a very long time to find the strength that i needed to leave i eventually did and in doing so i found someone who did love me more than he did myself it's so you know it sounds probably really cheesy to say that but it's true i you know i learned to love myself i learned to have confidence in myself in my decision making in my life choices and it's been a very difficult journey but i did it and i'm just so so proud of myself i hope you enjoyed listening to these six lessons that my ex taught me there are probably about a hundred more lessons I've learned over the years, uh, from dating and, you know, but these are a few of the really important ones that have really stuck out to me and that I've really kept close to my heart since working through, uh, those issues and, you know, these life experiences. I hope that if you've experienced any of the things that I've talked about that, you're able to find the strength that I did as well. I love you guys so much in the community that we've created together. I want this to always be a safe space where we can talk about experiences and you guys can provide me with feedback or things you want to talk about. Uh, we're going to chat more about this episode in my private Facebook group. Uh, if you're not already in it, you should definitely join. Just type in, uh, My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast on Facebook, and I will accept your membership request. But it's a great community, and I love you guys, uh, the, the ones that are a part of it. It's a really special place, and I'm excited to chat more with you guys about it there. If you had any questions about the things that I talked about during this week's episode, send me a DM on Instagram, at Kimberly Cobb, or at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I love you guys again. How many times can I tell you I love you? I just, I like saying it because I do. I have a really big heart and I care so much about you guys. I really do. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Uh, Looking forward to getting those new members in the Facebook group or chatting with you guys more over DM. Have a great rest of your week. We will talk more next week.